following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into a hump day edition of Main Street Sports today on the program. Our weekly Wednesday visits with the lovely Heather Williams out of uh, Bristol, WCYB TV. Talk a little NASCAR coming out of Darlington. Also, we'll be joined by Wes Rucker, 24 7 Sports out of Knoxville. Daily Braves update. Today it says gripes. Can't imagine what that's about. Also, college football discussion. All that pesky NIL and SEC scheduling. Now you're talking. All that coming ahead on Main Street Sports today. We toss you over across the room to our good friends, the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. Happy hump day, gentlemen. Good luck picking me up to toss me anywhere. (laughs) Well, we can't pick you up. We may all be in trouble. Yeah. Starting off with a daily dinger. There we go. That's uh, that's how it's going to be today. Setting the tone. That's how it's going to be today. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be a great day. I am looking forward to today's exciting events because we have Two great guests and the wildest and weirdest news from across the world coming your way Um, because I have procured several really fun stories for that. Several wild and wacky. Wild and wacky stories. They're both, right? They are are both wild and wacky. It's not wild or wacky. Although I guess... Country and Western. (laughs) We we got both types of music here. Country and Western. That's right. (laughs) Hope you guys are ready to stick around with us. Uh, our opening tea. I got first tea, but first, opening first would work. Tea. First, first tea. tea. That's it. First tea is what I put on there. That's okay. it. Yeah, That's you'll fair. see on the graph. I was there. trying to think. I yeah. was like, I can't. Yeah, we haven't done golf maybe ever as the as the opening, but first tea. Right, and so NCAA Division One women's golf. Regional. Regional. In my backyard. Is literally in literally. Mo's backyard. Um, matter of fact, they have to hit it over Mo's house to, to get to the back nine. Uh, it's, no, it's pretty Seriously, close. It, it is really close. And uh, so at the Vanderbilt Legends Club. And yet Club, I didn't know it was there until yesterday. The only reason I knew is because I, I, I saw an update of Summertown's Kaylee Campbell, who finished day one, 38th overall for the Austin P. Governess. 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 So. What was she, three over? She was three over after day one. Uh, I have yet to find a scorecard. Today? Uh, for today or. Well, NCAA going NCAA, right? I- exactly. Yeah. So I don't know where she sits currently or. Freshman. Uh, that's correct. Um. But Vanderbilt does lead in the event. They were seven under after yesterday, leading Alabama, who was two under. And so there you go. Take her down. Well, I mean, it is their home. Yeah, Vanderbilt Legends is where they're playing, which is right off of 
if you're familiar with Franklin at all, it's right off Macatcher Bypass and Franklin Road. You can't just let them have it that they're good. He goes, well, it is their home course. Well, it, I mean, that's okay. Well, it is. They, they yeah, should they, they should be doing what they're doing. But, they, I mean, they're... They, Show me the lies, Mo says. They are certainly making, uh, making their presence felt. No question there. Announcing it with authority, maybe. There you go. They are the only first tee. So with the with the driver, let the big dog eat. Uh, Probably. So. Trying them all. <laughs> I'll give myself one. All right. On. Um. That's the, until we can find a a an update scorecard. That's all I've got. But I did want to mention that it was happening. Actually, Mo wanted to mention it was happening, and I did not disagree. So. Here we are mentioning that it is happening. As long as we are mentioning things along the anchor down vein. Huh? Yeah. How about Enrique Bradfield Jr. stealing home last night to tie their game with Indiana State that they had trailed <clears throat> earlier and um, sending it into extra innings before they uh, walked it off with a Spencer Jones base hit against Indiana State. So, I didn't – I'm glad that Vanderbilt won, but I certainly wouldn't have been upset at the tweets toward a certain Vanderbilt beat writer had they not won a midweek game. By by the way, I I, I found out uh, today that um, it was Vanderbilt that allowed Tennessee to clinch the SEC East. By beating Georgia? By beating Georgia, yes. Since he could not have yeah. done that without Vanderbilt. Well, they, they could, could not have done, done it last weekend. Yeah, they, they could have done it. <laughs> they have done it. Semantics, eventually. man. It's good. I'm just saying, Vandy allowed Tennessee to win the SEC East. I don't know about allowed. Yeah, now we'll let, we'll let, we'll let them have the SEC East. It's okay. Allowed. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> I hope you're not looking for thank yous. No, no, just, you know, that's. Let's, let's, you can have your have your little SEC East crowns. Well, we've got okay. two of them. Yeah, it's okay. You can have them in two years. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's not like Vanderbilt won anything of note last year. I'm just saying. Nor, nor did Tennessee. I'm just, I, I, right, so, but I mean, <laughs> they didn't. Vanderbilt. Well, you're only going to go back to last year. That's all you're going to do. <laughs> Forget like the last ten years with a couple of national, a couple of natties. Anyway. All I'm saying is, <laughs> you can have your little East champ. I'll take my East championships, yep. as you should, and be happy with it. I would be happy with an East championship. I mean, yeah, championships are championships, That's right? And and in the yeah. SEC, baseball wise, you can put one out on the fence. It, as SEC long as there, East crown, as long as there one, it, as long as there is one to be won. That's right. Want to win it? You want it? So, so that's yeah. right. <laughs> and it's important because you need that going into the SEC tournament and for seeding purposes and all sorts of things. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they've, they've locked up a number one overall seat, right? Don't you think? I think they've locked up the number. That's one what I, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah for the number one national, won, they haven't even locked up the number one seed in the SEC yet. Well, but I, they I, have but to, I, they'd have to lose like four of the next six games and have whoever's in number two win. Arkansas, Arkansas would have to win four of the next six games. I don't think it's going to happen. All right. But, but, but I mean, I, I think since yes. since Oregon State did not overtake them as number one team ranked team, to me that says Tennessee is pretty untouchable at this point for that particular element. 
I think it's going to be pretty tough for Tennessee to not be the number one overall. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once once the field is set, but yeah. we can ask Wes Rucker. It's true. I, I will also tell you that. Looking at you, 2007 Vanderbilt, <laughs> yes, number true. one national no. seed does not necessarily assure you of anything. Yep. Because that Vandy did. didn't get off their home field. That That's right. Year. Not even out of the region. Yeah. So. Yeah. It happens. It, it, it absolutely happens. It does. It's the beauty of the game. It's a lot of pressure up there at the top. It is. No doubt. Let's, uh, yeah. let's do a quick hitter. And give you today's rundown. Here's the rundown. All righty, we'll get right into it, gentlemen. We've got uh, high school baseball from yesterday. It was a beach over station camp. Uh, five to three, Hendersonville, five nothing over beach. Uh, Brentwood, eight six over Centennial Christian Community, 14 9 over Zion Christian, Clarksville, nine nothing over Springfield. Mount Juliet over Cookville, nine to four. Dixon County, 15 zip over Kenwood. Giles County defeated Summertown yesterday, uh, 6-4. It was Grace Christian Franklin, 9-4. Green Hill, 6-2 over Lebanon, Hampshire, 3-2 over Wayne County. Harpeth, 8-1 over Sycamore. Henry County, 7-6 over Dixon County. Martin Luther King, 11-0 over Hume Fogg. East Robertson defeated Joe Burns yesterday, 4-3. Joe Burns then defeated Trialsdale County, 16-9. Franklin, 12-2 over Overton. Giles County, 8-4 over Loretto. Martin Luther King, uh, 8-7 over Hillwood. Murfreesboro Central Magnet, 18-0 over Hillwood. Uh, it was Summit, 10-0 over Ravenwood. Richland uh, over Kolioka, 13-3. Riverdale over Rockvale, 9-3. Rossview over Clarksville, 13-9. White House Heritage, 10-0 over Fairview. All of these are district tournament actions. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Softball, I believe the same as well. District tournament? Yes. Brentwood over Hillsboro yesterday, 12-2. Centennial 15-0 over John Overton. Clarksville shutting out Rossview. Columbia Academy 4-0 over DCA. Huntland 6-1 over Eagleville. Gallatin 13-4 over Hendersonville. CPA 10-0 over Harpeth Hall. Henry County 15-0 over Kenwood. McGavick 15-0 over Hunters Lane. It was Murfreesboro Central Magnet 16-6 over Hume Fogg. Lawrence County defeated Page yesterday, 8-5. Columbia down to Ravenwood, 9-5. Rockvale over Oakland, 11-10. Siegel shut out Riverdale. Smyrna over Stewart's Creek, 7-4. Stewart's Creek uh, all did defeat, though, rather. Laverne, 12-0. Summertown, 11-5 over Loretto. Westmoreland, 8-1 over Watertown. Zion Christian, 17-0 over Clarksville Christian. Boys soccer yesterday. Columbia over Summit, 4-2. Hendersonville shut out Gallatin, 4-0. Harpeth. 7-1 over Hickman County. Independence 1-0 over Nolansville. Laverne over Wilson Central 4-1. Scotts Hill down Loretto 2-1. Murfreesboro Central Magnet 5-2 over Tullahoma. Rockvale fell to Oakland 4-1. Your final there. Smyrna 5-2 over Cookville Page 2. Spring Hill 1. Station Camp 3-2 over Beach and Siegel shutting out Stewart's Creek 3-0. College baseball yesterday. Tennessee over Bellman 11-5. Vanderbilt in 11 innings as uh, just mentioned 8-7 over Indiana State. MTSU uh, defeated Tennessee Tech, doubled them up 8-4. Lipscomb down Belmont in the Battle of the Boulevard Diamond style, 4-3. Western Kentucky 11-6 over Austin P. In um, JUCO tournament, uh, Region 7 over in Chattanooga, it was uh, Walter State shutting out Columbia State, 8-0. And uh, Columbia State also fell to Dyersburg State, 9-1. Does that put them out? They're done. They're done. Okay. 
season over for Columbia State. College softball yesterday, ASUN tournament down in Jacksonville, Florida. It was Jacksonville State, 6-5 to five over Lipscomb. Uh, walk off. And, uh, and walk Juco. Off home run. Walk off. There mm-hmm. we go. And Juco uh, softball yes, uh, today, actually, right now. Top of the fourth. We've got Vol State, one nothing over Chattanooga uh, State. Let, let me. Let Later. Me. Okay, we'll get an update. That game uh, yeah. currently going on. Uh, it may not be currently going on, as a matter of fact. It, it, it very well may be over. Uh, uh, well, the just... one nothing if it goes in that, that matter. So uh, we've got today's schedule. You get back to me if you find a score. I'm sure you four, will. Four to one final, Chattanooga four to one State final. over okay. Vol State. Chattanooga State came back to win. That's right. Four unanswered runs. There you there go. You go. Chat State. Uh, high school baseball today. Again, district tournament action. Four o'clock, you've got Tullahoma Page, Martin Luther King, and Murfreesboro Central Magnet at 4.30, Centennial, and Franklin at 5. Also at 5, Joe Burns, East Robertson, Lawrence County, and Tullahoma. At 6, it'll be Fairview, Harpeth, Green Hill, Lebanon, Loretto, Giles County. And at 7, Centennial, Franklin, Winter versus Brentwood. That's at 7 tonight. Um, and again, that's Franklin, Centennial, 5 o'clock, so the winner will play a doubleheader. Moore County at Eagleville also playing today. Softball district tournament action. Overton Brentwood at 5. At 5.30, it's Moore County, Eagleville. 7. Franklin Centennials also, uh, let's see, at 5 o'clock, you'll have McGavick Gallatin. Loretto and Giles County scheduled to play today. Harpeth Hall at 4.30 versus St. Cecilia Academy. At 7 tonight, Siegel and Oakland. At 6, Springfield and Clarksville. And at 7, Beach and Station Camp. Boys soccer today on the pitch. White House Heritage and Greenbrier. That'll be tonight, first touch at 7 p.m. College baseball, the great Midwest championships up in Mason, Ohio. Trevecca and Kentucky Wesleyan, they will uh, get that thing going around 5 o'clock today. OVC tournament softball down in Oxford, Alabama on ESPN Plus today. Austin P and SIU Edwardsville were underway earlier this afternoon. And in uh, majors today, the Braves, Ian Anderson, tonight, 620. First pitch on Valley Sports South against the Red Sox of Boston. Uh, NBA Golden State and the Grizzlies. Uh, 8.30 tonight. Golden State leads at 3-1. to one. They can clinch tonight. The game is back on Beale Street. And uh, the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Soccer Tournament. Chris will give you a uh, dissertation on what that actually means <laughs> yeah. if you want him to. Atlanta FC and Nashville SC. 7 p.m. tonight, and that is your Wednesday Rundown, brought to you by It Can Be You. Just let us know. Let's talk to Heather Williams on the other side of a break, so stick around. We'll talk NASCAR right after this on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. 
And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yow. Mo Patton, J.P. Plant on the controls. Glad to be with you here on this wild and wacky Wednesday. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot to talk about. As we've got a lot to talk about in the first 10 minutes. So, looking forward to getting to the, the oval tracks. Talk a little NASCAR. As we are joined as as we are joined every Wednesday at this time with Heather Williams of WCYB TV out in Bristol. Heather, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Glad to see Mo uh, back and relaxed from his uh, from his cruise. I am relaxed, and I couldn't figure a way to stay any stay gone any longer. So here I'll be. You need to read that article about the people who live on the cruise ship. Did you see that? I it's it's a couple who lives on cruise ships because it's cheaper. <laughs> That's what we're going to do, Heather. Well, they they are retired. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. If we can get him to stay longer, he probably would. And I don't know if that'd be great for this show, Heather. I mean, you got to have the Hall of Famer on the show, right? Yeah, that's, what's, the show, uh, what's the show without the Hall of Famer? It's the only value. Uh, don't answer. Uh, don't answer that. <laughs> just, pers- just a pair of knuckleheads is all it is. That's all it would be. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't know about all that. You guys managed a what? Seven whole days. Six and a half shows. Oh. <laughs> I, I wouldn't count that half a show. <laughs> We, yeah, it's okay. It yeah. worked out. Six and a half shows. We did it. But thank God you're back. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to be appreciated. Maybe you have to leave. Yeah, you don't know what you got to. It's gone. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Heather, what were your thoughts about this past weekend? I saw the um, highlight coming down the stretch to the to the checkered. And, you know, again, I, I have to go back to the Kyle Petty situation where he won without 
being involved in anything, but I've not heard any howling over the late events this past weekend. Oh, there's plenty of howling. And oh, a lot okay. Of I just hadn't heard it. What okay. <laughs> what Joey Logano did, but it's kind of funny because that's basically the way that Dale Earnhardt won a lot of his races. I mean, the legendary moment at, at Bristol, I didn't mean to wreck him. I just meant to rattle his cage was almost a carbon copy of went on this weekend. So I don't know why NASCAR fans are so upset about what Joey Logano, yes, you do. Logano did, except for they just don't like Joey Logano, yeah, exactly right? I mean, why. that's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> that's exactly why. That's, that's the ding, ding, ding. There's the answer. So if, jo- <laughs> if Joey Logano had been the bumpy. Oh, he, of- uh, he, alwe- he already had been the bumpy at the hands of Alex Bowman earlier this year. So my question to you, Heather, is did he owe him one? Well, I mean, I, NASCAR drivers are like, we've said this before. They're like elephants. They never forget. <laughs> so did he owe him one? Maybe, maybe not. But I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that that's how you win races right now. These cars are completely equal. They are, they don't pass very well. And some of that is on purpose because fans said they wanted things like the bump and run back in the sport. I mean, people have complained for years now about how Bristol's lost a bump and run. Then we go to Darlington, you get a bump and run and people are complaining. So because <laughs> it wasn't at Bristol. Sometimes just the way na- What's that? Because it wasn't at Bristol. <laughs> Apparently. Well, no, I think it's just because NASCAR fans like to complain, basically. I mean, they complain about a lot of things and they, they say they want things and then when they get them, they're like, oh no, we want them back the way they were. And I think that's part of the cat and mouse game that NASCAR is always playing with its fans is that uh, trying to find what truly makes NASCAR fans happy is more of an enigma than anything else probably in the sport. Yeah, there, there is. It's a white whale. There, there is no such thing as it's a unicorn as huh? making as making NASCAR fans happy uh, with any decision you make. So it's you, know, you can please have to. I thought all the this time. was fantastic. I love that. I thought it was great. So again, you know, this is what this is what anybody who who wants to see good racing is going to want to see. The the unfortunate part is he did hit him really hard, but. You know, Bowman came out of the gas a little bit, and Logano had a run on him already. And unfortunately, I don't think that he meant to hit. It was William Byron. I don't think he meant to hit him that I hard. I I think that um, they're still trying to figure out how hard you can hit people in these cars. Because I actually talked to Joey after Martinsville, and he tried to to uh, to make a bump and run at Martinsville and didn't hit the car in front of him hard enough. And he said, next time I will hit them harder because they just don't move. So this time he hit them too hard. So it's like finding that balance with his new cars and what's hard enough and what's too hard is difficult, right? I mean, I I really don't think that Joey meant to wreck him. I don't think he meant to hit him that hard. It's just that last time he tried to move, it didn't work because he didn't hit him hard enough. And and Byron ended up 13th. He went from first to 13th because of some, did he run out of gas or was it just a damage? I think it was just the damage from, from, I mean, because they were all coming to the check checkered. So, I mean, you know, he just, uh, cars were just passed him by while right. he's trying to get refired. And just before that, there was a pretty significant accident that took out quite a few top 10 yeah. drivers, including Bubba Wallace, who, if you saw his interview, uh, after, <laughs> after being taken out, he was incredibly frustrated and asked, he said, I'm just going to ask the racing gods what I've done. <laughs> because 
<laughs> yeah, he, I mean, it just seems like every week he's just uh, very unlucky. And a lot of things, I would say the majority of things that have happened to him and that team have not been Bubba Wallace's doing, right? He's gotten caught up in accidents. He's gotten caught up in other people's mistakes. He has pit crew go over the wall too soon. He has pit crew make a mistake, uh, you know, with a tire and it comes off. I mean, he's had a lot of things happen to him that haven't been Bubba Wallace. And so, I mean, I, and plus he has the extra pressure of being Bubba Wallace, right? And every time something happens, oh, he can't drive. He's a 20th place driver, blah, blah, blah. And so the extra pressure of that, I mean, it's been incredibly tough for him. But if you look at the performance between the the uh, 23 and the 45, they're pretty similar. They're sitting right next to each other in points, basically. And 2311 is struggling a little bit. Um, some of it's luck and some of it's just they're not performing as a team, as an organization. And they need to get that figured out. Yeah, there's no question. Uh, Kurt Busch also was involved in that that accident, so it, it's it's it was a it was an interesting race, though. I, I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was a good race uh, for the most part. There was solid racing, and you know, every obviously Ross Chastain wins wins the second set, and the first lap can't quite get off the restart, and next thing you know, he's sitting behind pit wall uh it's you know again darlington is too tough to tame so you you have to really pay attention to what you're doing there turned its nickname huh no doubt yeah i mean i told you last week that i didn't really know with the new car who would perform but i felt pretty confident it would be someone with a little experience on them and joey logano definitely fits that bill i mean he's been around the sport a long time and those are the kind of drivers that win at darlington because it is a tough place to race no question. Uh, moving to next week. Speaking of tough places to race, this is this is tough to get excited about if you are a NASCAR fan. Hang on just a second before we move away from this past weekend. You know, we talked about racing at Bristol on Easter. Oh yeah, and I thought I caught something about this being the first time that NASCAR Cup has Not run on Mother's time. Day in. They, well, they ran, la- they ran last year, too, but they've only run five times total. Is okay, that there right? There we go. Is it five yeah. Mother's Days? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not very often. And and it's and as I said last week with, with the guys, it's kind of just the way the schedule has fallen. Um, they've run Mother's Day weekend for a while now because the race in Kansas – used to be Mother's Day weekend, but it used to be a Saturday night race. Um, so they've run this weekend for a while, but there was a real push to put um, – the racing back in in Darlington get their second date back and so the way that the schedule has fallen the last few years it's fallen that this race has has ended up on Mother's Day there's not as many off weekends as there used to be so um, Mother's Day's just become a weekend that we race whether it's Saturday night or on Sunday Heather Williams with WCYB TV out of Bristol with us here on Main Street Sports today Chris the floor is yours yeah uh, mile and a half Kansas Speedway Cookie cutter. How do you get excited about this weekend? Well, it is a cookie cutter track, but let's be honest. These are the kind of tracks you have to be good in if you want to win a championship. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of miles. Because there's a lot of them. <laughs> in, 
Yes, and then there's a lot of them in the playoffs. This is in the playoffs. I mean, this is where you have to be good if you want to be called NASCAR champion. So I think this will be a really good measuring stick of who and what race teams over the summer and into the championships are really going to be contenders. The guys that, not necessarily the guys that win, but the guys that show up and have speed and are able to compete, those are the guys you're going to want to keep your eye on as we go through the summer months and see more of these tracks and then especially in the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I guess I should probably be careful calling the mile and a half cookie cutters bad since, you know, <laughs> since the one closest to us it is it's that yeah so, old. it's not it, well but the two it's a little completely different. they're different but I it's mean, it's still a it, it's it's kind of the same racing you know and, and again but you have to be good at them yeah but i think nashville is actually a lot different than the other mile and a half mainly because of the surface because uh, makes concrete, it, yeah. you have to yeah, you have to approach it completely different than you do Kansas or Vegas or Charlotte or some of these other tracks. So even though they are cookie cutter tracks for sure, they all have their little nuances and race a little bit differently. And I think I don't think it's fair to, to particularly put Nashville in that box because um, it just races completely different than the others. Although one of the things that all the mile and a half tracks do produce or can produce is if there's not a lot of cautions, spread out racing and 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 lots of cars getting lapped because of the speed of those tracks you can get going going fast are we are we hopeful that that the car is going to help that or have we already seen that that's not going to be the case um i think the car should help as far as you know not as many cars getting lapped i mean i don't think there were an exceptional amount of cars lapped say at vegas but um, it's not going to help as far as cautions go. These, car, these cars don't tend to, to breathe a lot of cautions or long cautions because even if a car wrecks, they don't usually have a ton of damage unless it's just a massive wreck. So the, the cautions aren't very long. So I, I think it'll help some, but I think the biggest thing that you'll see is that they'll just be – the top cars will be more competitive, so it's unlikely you would see a car like maybe a Denny Hamlin, who's been out to lunch a few times, get lapped just because um, the cars are so equal. There you have it. Heather, who's going to win? All right. So Kansas mile and a half. I mean, this is like Kevin, this is like Kevin Harvick's wheelhouse, right? I mean, he's mm -hmm. very good at the mile and a half tracks. He desperately needs a win. Stuart Haas needs something positive to happen. Uh, Chase Briscoe won in what seems an eternity ago, I think at Phoenix. Uh, so they could really use somebody to do well. Uh, I think Kevin Harvick's running pretty good, and these are the kind of tracks that he runs really good at. So I'm going to pick Harvick this week. That's a good choice. All right, you approve Heather's choice. I just I, I feel like it's I feel like it's it's solid logic, and it's it's a good pick. It's a good pick. If you're if you're betting, he's not a bad pick to to go with. I can assure you. Heather Williams, WCYB. especially since Chris is betting, probably. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, the number five car's got to figure it out. I can, uh, and, and they will, <laughs> they will eventually. If I, if you bet on the five yeah. all year long, you're probably going to end up making more money than you, than you don't. Lose. But yeah. Anyway, we appreciate For your sure. time. Ha it, it, Heather. Boring. I picked him last week. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, we will talk to you again next week and uh, we look forward to talking about hopefully not boring racing. Hopefully. I mean, I, I'm hopeful because of, of what I saw at Vegas, the racing was, there was not boring at all. The finish was fantastic. So I'm hopeful that Kansas will be at least a good race. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's uh, take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about the SEC getting 
the okay to do pod scheduling and when they're going to vote on it, what's going to happen. We'll talk about that coming up in just a moment on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Here we go. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. So... Somehow, I guess there had to be a rule change that college football teams could go to a pod system because, you know, it, it, they had to have a, right, a rule change for conferences to split into divisions with 12 teams. So now I guess um, it, it appears that 16-team conferences will have four-team pod. pods. And I'm not sure what that means. What does that mean? Everybody's going to play everybody in their pod every year. And then what? Then you would have two from each of the other three pods to get a nine game conference schedule. I, I think, I think you would probably have your, your two rivals. You have, you'd two, have two rivals instead of one. Two rivals from outside your pod. That's what I think would happen. Yeah. And then. Okay, so you're going to play everybody in your pod. That's three games. You're going to play two rivals every year, so that's five. 
and you got one from each other, one from each pod. So that's eight games. That's what the SEC is currently at. I don't know that they're going to go to nine. Would I like for them to go to nine? Would everybody like for them to go to nine? Yes. I think, well, everybody except those programs that are getting those six-figure checks right. for showing up and either being, e- either being sacrificial lambs or being Georgia State. Yes, I was going to say UAB. Yeah. That too. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I, I'm interested because I don't know how this pod system is going to work long term. Uh, and, like I said off the air, do do we think that the pods are going to stay the pods forever, or would it be beneficial to the SEC to, I guess, change them every so often? Um, I don't know what you change them to. And I I don't know that changing them is a good idea just because, you know, I think SEC football fans are such creatures of habit. You just like to know who's where. I mean, you don't want to get into. Yeah, but can you imagine the the television production if they don't do it geographically, if they just draw them out of a hat, if it's NBA lottery style? N- would that not be awesome? It would be awesome, but <laughs> but the SEC doesn't have to sell itself like that. I don't think uh, they've never turned down a buck. Well, I, I but I think part of the attraction of the SEC isn't that they is that they have not gotten into that circus stuff. You know, we play football. We don't have to create. We don't have to create excitement. Our football is our excitement. But also, I just think geographics makes more sense. It's easier to keep up with. And as I was getting ready to say, you don't want to get into leaders and legends. No, you don't. But you, my my thought my thought on that is. If you draw it out of a hat, and it's not like the it's not like these SEC programs need it to be geographically, they're flying wherever well, they go. They, I they, mean, they got m- money. money's no object. The travel I mean, ain't an but, issue. But I I just think that the possibility of Florida and Missouri being in the same pod is a little ridiculous. I mean, you know, you got Florida, you got Missouri, you got Texas, and you got Kentucky in a pod. But if I you mean, dr- but if you draw them out of a hat, can't nobody say nothing. Somebody will say something. I mean, they're not yeah. going to say it's rigged, but they're going to tell you how ridiculous it is. What would you do? A two year, a two year rotation? Maybe. I think you'd have to do a four year rotation. I think it'd be four, at, at I, least four, maybe yeah. eight. I think you'd have to do at least a four year rotation to play it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, because you'd have to play everybody. Well, that's just three years. You could like, you play everybody in in those two years, home and home. If they're, I don't in, think you would play all six. I don't think you would play each of your fifteen opponents. No, yeah, you may not get everybody. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, for, yeah, so I think I would think you would have home to play home. it all the way through before you changed it. Do four years, you get two home and homes with with your pod mates, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> pod, hey, pod yeah, mates. yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting concept, and I'm really curious to see how it's going to play out. They they're supposed to vote uh, in 
the next couple months on, well, I guess if I had read the schedule, or read this story, I did not read the story completely through. TLDR. <laughs> so this once every 12 year approach, we would have oh. turned the page on whether we, whether we expanded or not. Um, so maybe that was just about, about expansion. I did not get a chance to read the story because I just saw it right before we came on the air. But, you know, they've not they've not decided to just do away with divisions, but they have the ability to do pods and they probably will do pods. So I'm really interested to see how this is going to play out. Uh, they are going to vote on it, like I said, in the next couple of months. And we'll find out. Don't you think the the history of of what the SEC is is kind of being trailblazers in in many fashions um, that they will go in this direction? Don't you think it just means more? That's right. Yeah, I mean, I I think they have to what Mo Mo's point was about that they don't have to buy into the circus, but that does give them flexibility to try things without hurting their brand. <laughs> so, you know, some may see that as buying into the circus, but I, I think it, it allows them the opportunity. Hey, let's try this pot thing. Let's, let's, let's take a chance and be on the cutting edge again. Right. And, and see if it, um, cause it does seem to make sense, especially, I mean, as many teams as you're going to have once Texas Oklahoma come in. I, I other than pods, I'm not sure what else really makes sense. I know. Yeah. I, division, Once you get to sixteen, divisions don't. Two eight-team divisions. I mean, what if, you going to do? Play everybody in your division, and then one crossover, I guess, rivalry every year, and then and then you have a true. I don't know. I mean, rotation. it's but it doesn't make sense. You don't play everybody in the cross division once every. I don't know. Fourteen, sixteen years. It would take forever. Yeah, and that's not what they want. No, that's what nobody wants. Except unless you're one of those teams that doesn't play Alabama, but every eight years. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) There's that. But yeah, no, you're right. And so pods are probably going to end up what's happening, but I'm, I'm more curious about how they do the other part of the scheduling. The other part. Will it be a rival? Will it be two rivals? Will it be no rivals? And you just play the non pod, the non pod schedule. That's what I'm yeah, more interested in. Because if it's pods of four, so you got three games in your pod mm-hmm. every year. And you got three other pods that you play. So maybe maybe you do kind of like an NFL model where you have a cross pod. You play those four games. There's seven. And then you play one from each of the other two pods? And then maybe a rotator, or you just have a rivalry for that other one. And then every, and every so third year. So then that's year, eight games. If you do that, if you do that, that gives you eight games, and then. But what happens when your rival is in your cross? Is in your cross pod? It's a good question. They're going to do nine games. I, I'm almost certain of it. You almost, you're right, Mo. You almost have to do that rotator because you you can't have a rivalry because it will fall into that. Uh, but what you what you get is every third year you're playing everybody. Within three years, you will Within have three played years everybody. because you're playing across pod. Mm-hmm. So, so you've got your pod, and then you've and and then this year you've got a, a, a cross pod. Next year you've got the second cross pod. The next year you got your third cross pod, and then you start it over again. Can we clip this segment? 
And send it. And send it to Greg Sankey. Yeah. Yeah. Send let's it to Birmingham. Do that. Well, okay. I'll, I'll deliver it when I go down there. They get you eight weekend. games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We we got you hooked up, Greg. We got this. Make that check payable to Main <laughs> Street Sports today. today. Four words. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Uh, divisible by three, by the way. Hey, whatever it is, it will be divisible <laughs> by three. Trust me. We and, can and break the, a penny in, and, in and third, I would say, right? if there's an extra penny, we'll donate it to charity. There we go. <laughs> Well done. Oh, man. Let's take a quick break. It's halftime. We'll be back here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. 